Hello and welcome to the Talk to Joe Guidance Podcast, where we talk to people in different careers and how they got there. For more information, follow me on Farley Career Guidance on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Hello and welcome to the Talk to Joe Podcast. Today I have Paul O'Brien from DCU. Uh, Paul, how are you doing? How are things, Joseph? Good to meet you. Uh, Paul, could you tell a little bit, the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, so I am, I'm currently the head of Gaelic Games at DCU, so I'm I'm tasked with, with looking after all things in, in, in relation to Gaelic Games, specifically in DCU from, we'll say, Gaelic football, ladies football, hurling, camogie, handball. Um, I'd be over, we'll say, the administration of them in terms of, we'll say, giving students pre-entry support, and like yourself, I, I suppose we're going to be talking gearing this towards six-year students, dealing with students in advance of them coming in and then supporting them through their, their journey through tour level um, and then get to get to go to a few matches as well, which is which is nice from time to time. Um, not too many at the moment, but yeah, that's that's a, a perk of the job. Um, but no, it, I suppose it's great because it's it's real hands-on interaction with students um, as, as I suppose they're going through that transition phase from from going from school to, to tour level and going from being, we'll say, underage athletes, junior athletes into into senior athletes. So it's, it's, it's a good challenge. Brilliant. And kind of what I'd love you to kind of explain to the listener is uh, how kind of sports scholarship works, if that's OK with you. Yeah, no problem. So interestingly we have two separate schemes in dcu so we have the the ceo points concession scheme and we have the the sports scholarship scheme so they are they're, they're both assessed differently and they both offer different things i suppose so i'm going to go through them one by one so the first one is the ceo points concession scheme and what that does is you you students apply for the ceo they they might be short of points for a particular course. Okay. So okay. I'm going to use the, the example of business studies. So we'd say business studies is roughly around the 470 mark. Obviously, it can go up and down each year, but we'd say roughly around 470. If they fall into a category between 445 and 470, so they're in a kind of a 25 point range, they could potentially still get in if their application is assessed high enough from a sporting perspective. Um, so there are, I suppose there's minimum entry requirements there um, across different sports which are all available on the website um, but it is a competitive scheme but it is available across all sports which is which is great for depending on, on the listeners wherever they're from and the second scheme then is so I suppose that first one is pre-entry support and the second one is post-entry support in terms of we have this sports scholarship uh, program, right? So what the sports scholarship program offers is, and I suppose some people often at times get kind of confused with, we'll say the American model that everyone's accommodation and fees are paid for. That isn't necessarily the, the, the model in DCU. We'd have quite a number of sports scholars and they'd kind of receive different levels of funding that would make a contribution towards fees or fees or accommodation or whatever it is but then we also have kind of a lot of holistic supports there in the background and um, like gym membership and um, access to strength and conditioning support etc if needed and um, we do we run a number of workshops with students over the course of of their time in dcu we also do some mentoring program where, where staff in the in the sport and well-being department would link in and kind of have one-on-one chats with with students 
um, to, to try and give them support as they're trying to balance that dual career of, of academics and sports. Um, we do also have, there's, there's academic support there. Um, okay. So I suppose I, suppose I mentioned um, business studies already, so I'm going to use that example again. Um, so we'll say some of your listeners might be doing business studies at the moment for... Um, for leaving cert and they might only be doing business some of them could be doing business economics and accounting but they could come into first year and the challenge of we'll say macro or microeconomic economics after having not previously done it before could be difficult or same way with financial or management accounting so we see that from time to time if they haven't done it in 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 sixth year and then also there could be the scenario maybe in P and biology or some of the, the sports science based courses where they have to do physics and chemistry and hadn't done them for the leave certain a bit of support there can be can be really beneficial in getting that real good grounding in them in them high level subjects, you know. OK, that's that's really useful information. Uh, so you've kind of gone over the benefits there. Is there, say, for example, I know your kind of background is GAA. Can you get sports scholarships for a range of different sports in DCU? Yeah, so I suppose in DCU we we have a number of kind of focus sports. So Gaelic games, athletics, soccer, rugby and basketball would be our main focus sports. Um, And we kind of have a tier one and tier two within that. And then also, I suppose, any any sport where I suppose there's an Olympic pathway and are linked into the, the Irish Sports Council, um, and the, the NGBs of that particular sport are linked into the, the Irish Sports Council. We, we, we give out scholarships in them as well. And they're not as, there's not as many, but, but and I suppose as well, the, 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 the students who receive them are operating at quite a high level as well, you know, that kind of way. Okay, so if uh, I have a six-year at the minute who wants to apply for a sports scholarship with DCU, how does the process work? Yeah, so the applications process is actually open at the moment. So our, our typical period for applying is is between the 1st of February and the 1st of May every year. So it's a, it, it's open at the moment. Really, really simply if you, I suppose everyone uses Google now, if you go into Google and you put in DCU Sports Scholarship or DCU Performance Sports, um, you'll be linked in pretty much straight away there to, to it'll be, one of the first one or two hits that come up um, and it's an online application it's it, it's quite a standard application you don't need to kind of go away and, and provide any documentation or anything because we I suppose we we, we follow up and um, we follow up on the information that's that's in the application so I suppose with the application just outlined uh, some of your different sporting achievements the the course you're looking to do and I suppose with the sporting achievements I suppose we are conscious and we're, and we're taking it into account that there hasn't been as much sport as, as most people would like over the course of the last year and, and, and possibly even longer, depending on, on what way particular people's seasons fall. Um, so that's something we're taking into account. Um, you need two references, but you don't need written references. Just what I'd say is probably get, if you had one sporting one from maybe if you're involved in a county team a county manager and then and then a teacher from school i'd always go for one sporting and one academic um and kind of that's that's it and there's also a personal statement i suppose about why you're looking to go to dcu and what you think you can contribute to dcu as a person and what you think dcu can contribute to you in terms of your development and that in that dual career and I, I, we keep coming back to that dual career like we're not looking 
we don't really have interest in people looking to come to DCU purely to excel at sport. It is that balance between the both and, and that's, they're very much here for academics first and we're lucky that we're able to put that solid sporting structure around around that, you know, so that's that's very much our way of doing things. Uh, that's again really really good content another question that i've got before is if a student is in first year moving into second year can they apply for a sports scholarship or does it have to be as a leaving sir yeah no again joe that's that's something that comes up quite often there in terms of we would have students who come in in first year and aren't deemed to be at the level based on how they're going externally or internally but we, we could potentially still offer them some of the supports that are there to get their performance levels up. And then thus in, in second year or third year or fourth year, they could receive support. So our support is, is given on a year-to-year basis. So, so equally, equally on the opposite end, end of the spectrum, someone could come in in first year at a high level and if they're not progressing at the required rate in line with, with, with other applicants, that they might they might be on scholarship then in second years and subsequent years, you know? So it is very much a year to year basis and it is in line with both sporting and academic progression. Again, really, really good information. Uh, in regards to sport and study balance, is there, say if a student is struggling academically, but excelling with sporting wise, is there any supports given to, for a student to kind of catch up on themselves? Yeah. So it, it, that's a really interesting one. So, so there is, we have, we have a thing called academic flexibility um, policy. Okay. And it only really kicks in at the really high level. So I suppose one, one of our current final year students, Nadia Power, who is over competing in the Europeans now this week, we've actually a number of current students um, competing in the, in the Europeans starting on Friday in Turin. Um, they're able to, will say stagger their progress through a particular year in line with their we'll say their program directors and the faculty managers to make sure that they're they're able to balance both sport and academics now they're very high level athletes who are, are spending an amount of time out of the country and um, for people who will say maybe are operating and i use the gaelic games scenario and um, because that's what i'm dealing in and um, there, there would be there would be flexibility there in terms of how well do people engage with me or some of the other staff members to ensure that if there are trigger points that in terms of getting that balance right that we address them before they become a problem rather than we failed an exam and now we have to do a, a, a repeat and that's why that academic support I, I mentioned earlier early on is important that and and that that mentoring we do is, is important just to ensure that students are able to progress at both in 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 we'll say in, in upward trajectory all the time rather than just oh you know i'm trying trying to get onto a a senior county panel in in January, and I have to travel up to Monaghan or Loud or Mayo or Wexford or wherever it is, two or three evenings a week, and that's taking six or seven hours out of my evening. And it, it, it's very much no. You need to if if that is the case, and that's something you need to do. You really need to work well on your time management at other stages during the day in terms of what cooking you're doing, how you're going to maybe get recovery in 
what time you're going to get access to the library, etc. All them things become really important and are things we're, we're really interested Wow, that's, again, really, really useful information. It sounds like communication is just such a key element of a sports scholarship. Yeah, and it, it, that would definitely be the case, I suppose, in, in trying to develop athletes who we want to be successful at international level, at club level, at county level, whatever it is, like they need to have strong communication skills and they need to be able to um, survive in, in many different realms. And that's why we place such a strong emphasis on them engaging with us. And the, the more they engage with us, the more we give back to them effectively in terms of that relationship. And Paul, we'll just finish up today by, would you have any tips for any six years thinking of applying for a sports scholarship? Yeah, you know, good one right from the perspective of if you don't apply, you you can't get it. Like the application date I said is the 1st of May um, for both schemes. I would recommend people to apply. And I suppose the worst thing that could happen is you'd be told that you weren't deemed eligible for the next particular year, you know. And it, it does be the case often, as I said, that people come in and and they don't get it in first year, but they do get it in subsequent years. And that happens. That happens quite frequently because people come into DCU or I'm sure any third level institution and there's really top quality facilities there for them to be able to progress on. And over the course of that three, four, five years, whatever it is, people can progress and regress at different stages. So it is something that's important. And another thing I'd say then is, and... I certainly wouldn't want people to be coming, making their decision to go to DCU based on receiving or not receiving a sports scholarship. Their, their decision to go to DCU or whatever other place needs to be based on the course that they want to do and they're, they're seeking to get a career in that course is there. And if that is in DCU and you can, you can double up with sport, brilliant but don't make that the deciding factor in, in why you want to go to a particular college. Brilliant, Paul. That's really, really good information. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast and giving the students a, a chance to kind of hear this perspective. Yeah, no problem at all. This week, I'm putting together two separate recordings, uh, both for podcasts. So I was joined by Derek Crilly. Hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Talk to Joe Guidance podcast. Today I am joined by Derek Crilly, who is the Sports Officer in DKIT. How are you, Derek? Uh, Joe, great. Thanks very much for having me on. No problem at all. Derek, would you mind telling the listeners just a little bit about your job title? Yeah, so um, I'm Sports and Societies Officer at uh, Dundalk Institute of Technology. Um, and I've been working there since 2013. Super. And... Uh, what does your role include just working with uh, schools, just with societies? Like, how does your role involve with sports and DKIT? Yeah, so, like, um, I suppose it's probably a, an overseeing role. So, um, like, my job is is split between sports clubs and and, and societies as well. So, uh, in terms of the sports clubs, like, we would obviously would have a lot of coaches and maybe development officers of different sports. So, I would just oversee that process and just help with the organisation and, and putting structures in place for them. And then in terms of societies then as well, um, most of them will be student-led. Uh, and so we just offer support and, and, and help them run as best as possible. Okay, super. One of the reasons I was really looking forward to talking to you was kind of kind of a brief explanation of what a sports scholarship is and how, how does it work. Can you kind of give me an explanation? Yeah, so look, um, 
we feel we have a really good sports scholarship at DKT, but um, you know, basically it's a program aimed at, at uh, sports people that are competing at a high level that, that want to pursue third level education. Um, so we feel the same DKT. It's a, it's an excellent sports scholarship. Um, it benefits the student in terms of you know a little bit of support there in terms of uh, monetary monetary support and that, um, and obviously then they're achieving a, a high level of education as well. So we, we do find that um, it's an excellent sports scholarship. Okay, super. And uh, can you get a range of scholarships like depending on what sport you play? Like, is it just GAA? Is it just soccer? How does that work? No, so we, we actually we have a number of different schemes in place. We do have partnerships with um, with some organisations. So we'd have a scholarship in partnership with Loud GA, and we'd also have one with with Dundalk FC. But other than that, then we have a general sports scholarship scheme, and so it's open to all sports. Now we we probably would get the the bulk of our applicants uh, would come from. Uh, soccer, rugby, Gaelic, but we would have people on on basketball scholarships. Um, we'd have athletic scholarships. Uh, probably one I always like to, to mention is like we've a girl that's competing at a high level in, in clay pigeon shooting, and she's on a on a sports scholarship. So, okay, um, I suppose how we yeah how we frame it is that if you're competing at the highest level of your sport, then you're you're eligible to apply for a sports scholarship. Okay, and uh, how does the process work about applying for it? Say for any leave inserts listening. Yeah, so for that, for them, um, our application form is up online and has been up for the, for the last couple of months. Um, it was a very very simple, just an online form that, that needs to be filled out. Uh, the deadline for that is the first of June. Uh, so a very very simple process online. Um, after that, then we'd make contact with the students, and we then would carry out um, interviews. Then most likely over the summer. Um, so we did them all online last year, and that's probably something we'll we'll pursue again. Um, and after that, then the student then will just be be made aware then if they're offered a scholarship or not. And I suppose just to make people aware that you know the CEO and the sports scholarship are, are two separate applications as such. So we've no influence over the CEO. So for example, if somebody applies for a scholarship and is offered one, but hasn't applied uh, through the CEO, then there's absolutely nothing we can do about that. So it's a you know it's a, a two pronged approach as such. And you know we obviously are very keen that students are meeting the the needs um, academically as well. Okay, that, that's actually a very good point in regards to the CAO. Uh, I did kind of read about you need references for your sports scholarship. Should that be a coach? Should that be a teacher? How does that work? Yeah, look, to be honest, um, I suppose what we're really trying to ascertain at that stage, um, as I said, CEO really looks after itself. So like for us, you know, obviously we'll, we'll have that conversation with the student anyway. Um, and like it's definitely no harm to have a reference from a, from a teacher, but we do feel that your reference really should be someone that's that's coaching you and that that knows you. So, again, probably the best person that should come from is if it's a, an elite squad you're involved in. So whether that's a, a League of Ireland squad or a academy squad, um, I would say if you could get your reference from that person, it, it just it makes makes it easier for us to to follow up and just to find out exactly what level people are competing at. Okay, and say for example, if a student is already in college, if they're in first or second year in DKT, can they apply for a sports scholarship, or is it just exclusively for new students? So, so this scheme here that we have at the moment, this and this application process, this is just aimed at um, new applicants coming in through the CEO. But um, we do run a scholarship scheme within the college, I suppose, to capture um, probably all sorts of different circumstances. Um, you know, there's people that maybe didn't expect to come to DKT. And, and they're, they ended up in the college um, and, you know, they're eligible for scholarships. Sometimes you miss people like that. Another example I always use is uh, Niall Cairns, who, who plays on Monaghan Senior uh, GA team. So Niall came in the first year. He hadn't been on any sort of Monaghan development squads as far as I'm aware. He wasn't involved at county level at any stage. But, like, from the first from the first session, you could see Niall was um, was an excellent footballer. Like, 
had a brilliant year with our freshers team and got on to the, the Trench Cup squad. Um, and then Niall progressed, got on the Monaghan under-20 squad, um, eventually got on the senior squad and he ended up getting an All-Star nomination. Um, so obviously Niall, by second year, he was added to our sports scholarship scheme. So like we understand that we maybe don't always get it right either. You know, then Niall didn't apply for one um, as it turned out. But, you know, if you apply for one and you don't get it in first year, that doesn't really out. So we would always kind of keep an eye. And as say people progress, um, they come into us in first year and, and you're maybe shy or they may, may not be performing at their best level. But by the time second, third year, yeah, like we've we've absolutely no problem adding people to the scholarship program. And there is a, a process, um, you know, like an email will go out to all students to apply to, to be part of that. Program okay, uh, and for example, if for if Niall had uh, had not applied for it, do you think his study and kind of sport balance would have been the same, or does the scholarship help that? How does it work? Look, we think it, we think it, it, it does help, like, um, you know, like there is look, it, there's there's a tight knit community there in DKT anyway, so you know, people do get great supports and um, from their lectures and that, and there's so many, you know, I'm, I'm part of the student services team. There's so many different supports there, whether it's careers, counselling, health, all that sort of stuff is there. So, um, like what I would say that one of the main benefits of the scholarship is actually having that link um, and knowing what supports are available. Like they're all there, but sometimes students maybe aren't aware of it. So, like we would try try meet up with students regularly and, and sort of, um, you know, find out if there's any issues, anything we can help them with. Like even there last week, so I would have virtually met all of our scholarship students last week online just to catch up and see who they are after exam results and stuff like that. So, you know, you pick up different things, um, whether it's people need extra help academically or the need just to have a have a word maybe with, with their lecture. Like take for example, there's a couple of the, the lads that are um, involved with the Dundalk FC first team squad at the moment. So that that's a full time setup. So um they train in, in the morning from nine until twelve or nine to one. So for us it's it's good to be a link there between the student and the lecturer just to let them know that the, that they're not you know skiving off class or whatever like and, and encourage them then to, to catch up on any lectures that they missed and probably the one benefit of maybe of online at the moment is that even if you do miss a lecture um through sport or whatever that you, you are able to catch up on it absolutely uh kind of finish up if you have any kind of tips for anyone thinking of applying for a scholarship what would you kind of recommend um <sighs> To be honest, I think just, you know, academically put the head down and, and I know it's a difficult year. It's very hard. Um, you know, it's probably been so uncertain over the last the last year. But look, just put the put the head down, get get the results right. Um, both DCU and DKIT have loads of information on sports scholarships on both their websites and on our social media. In regards to sports scholarships webinars, I know DKIT are hosting one on the 14th of April. I hope you enjoyed the content. Thank you for listening to the Talk to Joe Guidance podcast. If you have any questions, follow me on Farley Career Guidance on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. I hope you found the content valuable and have a good day.